Welcome to PNP, the Partners in Positivity podcast, where Ashling Burnett and myself, Sarah Harty, warriors of EBP, SBP, DHBs, that's emotionally bulletproof, spiritually bulletproof, divine human beings, aim to wake up and shake up the nation through positivity, humor, and shared wisdom. Today on the podcast, I'm excited to bring our guest to you, all the way from Nairobi, Kenya. His name is Ali Kimji, aka Oral Vlogs. That is his YouTube channel name. He's been YouTubing for about two years now, even though he's just 17 years old. Um, So welcome, Ali. Thanks for being here with us today. First of all, thank you for having me. It's, it's my pleasure to be on PNP. You're welcome. So I just want to give our listeners a bit of a background about how we actually discovered you. <laughs> Basically, I was on a trip to Kenya in January this year, 2020, and I went to an orphanage called Dream Children's Home where we went to see how the children are, bring some gifts to them and everything. But later on in the day, I was on Instagram and you can search by location, people who've been to the same place as you. And I discovered Ali. I was like, oh my God, he just looks like the happiest guy ever. And I'm like, I'm so happy for these children that he actually went to visit them as well. So we connected on Instagram and it turns out he's actually doing great things for the world. You were actually so inspired by that visit yourself that you were setting up your own like foundation to donate to the orphanage. Isn't that right? Yeah, so I did visit the Dream Children Orphanage in December. I mean, I love giving back to the children. I love giving back to the community and that place has my heart. It was so amazing how the children were singing and it really, really inspired me even more. And uh, yeah, so I do have a foundation which it's not exactly up and running on its own, but it does work with other foundations. And just whatever, whatever I can do to give back to the community, it's an honor for me. That's really amazing. Yeah, since then, I've seen your Instagram posts and recently you've launched your own podcast. And I also realized that you're passionate about positivity and positive thinking. Like, when did that actually start in your life? Were you negative beforehand or were you always like that? What's it all about? I'd like to think I've always been positive even though I may not have shown it or known about positive being positive when I was young well I've kind of figured out that always I'd take two looks at different occasions and try and bring the good out of what and it just turns out so whenever I'm with people it's like I bring I bring positive vibes and it's just a group I've grown up with in and uh, everyone around me has been uh, well, I strive to be in a positive way and I think I've just been brought up like that. That's amazing. So what would you say to someone that's not really naturally like that but would like to become more like that? How could you help them? 
Well, first of all, when I talk about positivity myself, I try to look at the literal definition of positivity, and that is to have a tendency or to be in an optimistic attitude. And I believe that each and every person is capable of doing something greater than what they actually think. Because uh, I'll give you an example. So when something negative happens or when something bad happens in your life, all they need to do or all they should try to do is to concentrate and try to remember when this unfavorable situation occurs, they need to focus on their subconscious. Now, does their subconscious, I like to call it the inner mouth, does their inner mouth go straight to a negative thought, a negative thought, a negative thought? And to become positive, you know, as human beings, we'll always have negative thoughts. So to become positive, we need to first be aware of these negative thoughts. Because when you're aware of your mind just thinking these negative thoughts, the way our mind works is that if we do not take it under control, then it will, it will obviously choose the negative side because thinking negative is obviously the easier way out. So in order for us to be more positive, we need to firstly make sure we are aware of the negative thoughts because as I said, negative thoughts will always be there. We cannot block them. However, we can harness the negative energy and convert it into positivity. And I believe just by, by looking at it and saying, okay, now whether there's a list of 10 or 20 or 100 negative things that have happened in a certain, uh, uh, certain situation and there's only one thing positive, now, if you start focusing on that one positive thing, you'll see slowly that everything will start to come from negative to positive. Wow. And did you learn this from somewhere? Like, did you read books about it? Or was it YouTube videos? Or where did this come from, this information? No, I actually wrote this information myself. I thought about myself. I personally have gone through it and I've, seen okay a situation that had a countless of negative things that have come out of that negative situation but there's also a positive side and uh, if i may i'd like to share my favorite quote by joyce de donato and she said one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself right here in the single solitary monumental moment in your life is to decide without apology to commit to the journey and not the outcome now, that's powerful <laughs> can you say yeah. that for us again I need that again yeah. so she said one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself right here in this single solitary monumental moment in your life is to decide without apology to commit to the journey and not the outcome now from my understanding of this quote when it says we are committing to the journey and not the outcome, we have set ourselves goals. When we have a certain goal and we have made out a process to achieve that goal or to reach that goal, we want to commit to the journey. So we want to look at the processes we've made, follow each and every process. That means we're giving 100% to the process that we have to set out to reach the goal. Now, obviously, now you're saying, okay, I've set a process. Now, what if I don't reach that? There'll, there'll come a time where there'll be an obstacle in your way. 
Now, if we do not control our mind, it will obviously go to the negative side because the negative side is easier. Said, so, oh, failed. Okay, I tried. I'm not going to do it again. I can't do this. However, now we'll come and focus on the positive side. We're controlling it. So when we control our mind and we start thinking, now when we do not control our mind and we start thinking about giving up, thinking we cannot do it, thinking we tried, and this is where our mem memory comes in. Remembering, focus on the positivity. I have found it uh, funny because people can always end up remembering the mistakes they've made instead of their successes. And there's sometimes we can't remember it all, but now we're here at our obstacle. We're here in our journey and there's something blocking us. Now we're left with a decision to make, a change or not to change. Now our mind remembers that we did this and we got stuck. So we tried to go over the obstacle, we didn't manage. What do we do? We try and go around it. We don't manage, we try and go under it. Life is like this to me. Our minds remember that we did this and got stuck with this obstacle. Now, when we try going over and we fail, we try go under and we fail. We go from the side. Now, the problem where negativity comes is that when we go over, are we going to go over again? Say, okay, I failed this time, but I'm going to go the same route. You won't find any other result. The outcome will be the same. We have to find a process that gives us a different outcome. And this is what, I'm, what I understand by when we focus on the journey and not the end goal. Wow, that's powerful. I just... I just need to absorb that. That's really big. Definitely. So focusing on the journey. Yeah. Big time. Tell me, what is your dream? What are you doing with yourself? Well, uh, my dream is to become a professional golfer. I'm into sports and uh, I study in South Africa, uh, in a golf, I'm in a golf school called the TGSE, the Golf School of Excellence. And um, yeah, so I study golf and I play golf. That's so cool. And when did you actually start that? Well, I started playing golf in 2012. But then I only started taking seriously and uh, putting all my interests in, in about 2017. In 2019, February, I decided I want to pursue this further. I'm enjoying this. It's, I was never really a, a book person or someone that can, would be you know, a top student in school. I was an average person, but I knew, okay, I love sports. This is what I want to do. It's my passion. So I decided, okay, I want to I go to a golf school and then in February, I found a golf school in South Africa and uh, I finished my AS level exams in July or in June, June 2019. And in August, I was in South Africa. Amazing. Wow. Do you know about any Irish golfers? I don't actually. I, uh, actually, of course, I know Shane Lowry, who's a, who's a professional golfer on the PGA Tour. 
amazing player. I've never met him personally. I follow him on Inst- I follow him on Instagram. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, he's, he looks like a very nice guy. What about Mr. Padre Harrington? Actually, I've heard about him. I've watched him a couple of times on the TV. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know much about him. Awesome. Have you got a favorite, like a role model that you look up to in the golfing world? Yeah, I've got a couple. So obviously there's the great Tiger Woods. Uh, I think he's he's uh, he changed the game of golf forever. And then obviously from Northern Ireland, uh, Rory McIlroy, one of my favorite golfers, and uh, Jordan Spieth from USA and Justin Thomas. Uh, I mean, Justin Thomas inspires me and Rory because of the hard work and the effort, the amount of effort they put in. Amazing. What What do you think made Tiger Woods who he is today? Like, how did he change the game? Mm, I think he never really cared about what others around him would say. Mm, I'd like to think that he worked extremely. Uh, I know from what I've seen, I know he's worked extremely, extremely hard. Even though I was young at his prime, when he was at his prime, but watching videos on YouTube, you can see that he spent a lot of hours and uh, he gave a hundred percent to his journey. Wow. Amazing. I'm going to pass it over to you, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks, Ashin Ali. Welcome to PNP. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. No, it's such an enjoyable chat with you just before we came on the podcast. And thanks so much for being here. Listening to all that you have explained in terms of your own mindset and how you're able to maintain it in such a positive manner. I'm so impressed for the age that you are and all that you're up to. And some of the things I got from what you've said is that the first thing people need to do is to actually be aware if they're having negative thoughts so they're actually able to recognize that and then be able to switch them. So that is such a great piece of advice for people who, you know, maybe going about life and the negative thoughts are controlling everything that they do, but they're not aware. So the first step is awareness. So thanks so much for sharing that. And the big one for me is that wonderful quote that you mentioned about committing to the journey rather than focusing on the outcome because you're giving good energy then to every single step along the way. So fascinated by the, your ability to apply this to your life in terms of the golf. And I also know on the side you're doing photography and videography so could you talk to me about how you apply that great mindset to get to the next level of what you're doing and any of those great hobbies you have or the career that you're aiming towards well yeah so um i started uh, photography and videography about five years ago my my mom was is a professional photographer she had a studio, so I just go there, pick up a camera, and just shoot my way. And it's like I had a natural talent. Uh, she teach me, a, a, she taught me a lot of things, and uh, so I picked that up from her. And then I'd go around school. I was a photographer for my school. I'd do events. I've done a wedding. I'd go to the United Nations when we had model United Nations, and I'd take photos there and then when I got into my YouTube channel uh, I started doing videography and uh, that's when I learned almost everything that I need to know or I understand about videography 
and I pursued that. I just go around. It's just a hobby for me. So I just take my vlog camera and go around and just start filming interesting things, the things that I find interesting. When I started playing golf more seriously, then uh, I started committing to the hard work. Even now during this uh, unprecedented time, even though I'm not in South Africa, I'm back in Kenya. Uh, I've been playing golf almost every single day, working with my coach from South Africa online, trying to improve myself and my golf every single day. And talk to me about the need to have you know, a great mindset, but also the physicality of, of golf. Like there must be a balance between those two. And what is that for you? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, golf is uh, 50 or it's like 60 or 70% mindset because you have to be strong when you're, when you've hit a bad shot or when you're put under a lot of pressure when you're playing against someone. And, uh, Sometimes you may not have the same rhythm that you have every single day. Every day is a new day. Everything is different. Some things are different every single day. And uh, without a strong mindset, then I feel golf will become really tough because golf is challenging. And uh, you to have a strong mindset when playing golf is one of the most important things. And you spoke about rhythm there, getting into rhythm. What do you mean by that? Or how do you get into rhythm when you're out of sync? Well, yeah, so uh, there's a couple of processes well, when I'm working on my technicality of my golf swing and mm. uh, a couple of things I have in my book written that I follow a simple process before I hit a golf shot. So sometimes I just stand behind the golf ball. I look at my target. I take a few practice swings. I take a few deep breaths, try to calm my mind and focus on that specific target and that specific shot rather than thinking of the end goal. Brilliant. So you're, you're applying your own techniques. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it's all about getting into a relaxed state, isn't it? So you can connect to what you're doing in the present moment. So that's brilliant. So taking a deep breath, that's something we do here at P&B. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think in everything in life, mm. I think everything in life, everything you do, whether it's work or school or exams, trying to focus on the present is one of the most important things rather than looking into the future or thinking about the past. I know it's difficult for me as well, especially the past. You don't want the same results to happen. You try and overcompensate in everything you do. But I mean, trying to just focus on the present and being aware of what's happening around you can really help calm your mind. Brilliant. And I'm really curious because for me, I think, you know, I'm nearly a decade or more older than you. <laughs> but for me, it took me a long time to figure out what my true passions were. And it looks like at your young age that you have found a lot of great activities or hobbies and a career path for yourself. And I know the majority of the world are waking up on a Monday morning and not happy to go into their job or do what they're doing. And I just want to know, how did you find your passions? How did they came, come to be for you? I'm lucky enough to have... My dad, when I was young, take me to the golf course. And uh, I actually used to, not anymore, I used to play a lot of sports in school. And uh, like I said, I wasn't really an academic freak or a nerd. And uh, I'd 
so I always think about sports. So every every day I just want to play a different sport, whether it's football or cricket or even badminton I used to play. And uh, yeah, and then I started focusing on golf and I used to see a lot of my friends who are much better than me. And uh, I used to see how hard they work and how much they enjoy. And I always used to enjoy whenever I go out with them to play. And uh, I thought, okay, I like this. I really, really enjoy it. I know I can put the hard work in it. And uh, that's what I did. And that's what I'm still doing every single day, giving my best and trying to improve every single day. Excellent. And I really respect you for that. Wow. Ashton, have you any other final questions? I would like to ask, what do you love about living in Kenya? Oh, that's a brilliant question. Actually, I was asked the same question. Well, I was... I am uh, with another organization uh, called Freedom Within Kenya. We're planning something. And one of the questions that came up is, what do you, how do you see Kenya? And uh, for me personally, I love Kenya, even though it may not be a fully developed country. I still love Kenya. I mean, the people around here are just amazing. And the street food, I love the street food. I love the vibes Kenya give, the nature it has. The, I mean, I really, really love everything about mm-hmm. Kenya. It's my yeah, home. I've grown up here every, but since I, was, since I was born, I've been in Kenya. I just really, really love it. Yeah. Do you see that, like, even though, as you say, it's not fully developed, do you see that it's going to become more improved? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Brilliant. Can I ask so, you yeah. a question? Oh, just because I'm curious. Behind Ali, behind you, there is a poster with Diamond Talks written on it. I'm not sure where you are, but that sounds really cool. What's the poster about? So the poster behind me is... Uh, a new segment I created on my YouTube channel last week or the week before. And I've been excited to release this for quite some time now. Uh, it's a podcast, a visual podcast, as well as a listening podcast I have, just like you are doing. And uh, I had my first guest. Well, he's also my co-host and one of my best friends uh, last week. And we recorded a couple more. So I, I, I really liked to call the talk show Diamond Talks called Diamond Talks by Blogs, which is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so how I got the name Diamond Talks is, I personally, I have no idea. I was just inspired by it. You know how a diamond is just shining, it's attractive in everyone. And that's my, uh, that's, that's how I got it. And I'm sure you're going to uncover some diamonds in your podcast, whoever you're going to interview and all of that. Well done, that sounds amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Brilliant. So if you have one piece of wisdom to share with us, what would that be? Wow. One piece of wisdom. That's like, firstly, I'd go back to, I'd go back to my quotes that I mentioned in the beginning, focusing on the journey. And I'm going to repeat the quote if you allow me. It's by Joyce DiDonato. And she said, One of the greatest gifts you can give yourself right here in the single, solitary, monumental moment in your life is to decide without apology to commit to the journey and not the outcome. So advice I'd give is don't matter what people say around you, people's opinions will always be there. And that's what 
creates negativity. Just do something that makes you happy. Focus on your journey. Do not let anyone tell you that your dreams are too small or your dreams are unachievable because your dreams is what you can do and it's what you love to do. So follow your dreams and uh, I mean, yeah, follow your dreams is what I can say. Commit to the journey and don't worry about the end goal because there's always something better for you whether you achieve it or not. There's always something in the end meant for you which will always be better for you. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. I love that. Follow your dreams. Thanks so much, Ali, for coming on to speak to us today and share your energy with us and your thank, amazing thank perspective. Thank you for having me. It's a real honor for me to be here. It's my pleasure. I'm actually grateful for you guys to actually contact me and uh, I'd love to spread the positivity to everyone and just share myself and what I do. Ali, thanks so much for accepting the invite to be on Parkers and Positivity podcast. And I'm sure with the glorious wisdom that you're after sharing that people listening are going to be a little bit more emotionally bulletproof with the tips and techniques and advice. And you're a true ambassador of positivity for Nairobi, Kenya. So well done to you. And thanks, Emil. We're PNP, and you've been listening to the Partners in Positivity podcast. You can follow Partners in Positivity on Instagram and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple and Spotify podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week for another Partners in Positivity conversation. Thank you for tuning in to PMP.